It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, uh, countdown in one week's time. I will be in the city of lost wages, oh. as I like to call it. The one in Nevada? Yeah. I love that place. What are you doing in lost wages? Uh, certainly not getting any money. I'll be spending it, if you know what I mean. I, d- uh, I do. I'm going down. Going down. Uh, you know, I, I didn't get to do it last year because of the, the pandemic. Stop the steal. Uh mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dr. Fauci uh, wasn't letting me go watch my basketball. But uh, I, this year I get to go down for uh, Las Vegas Summer League, and I'm, I'm quite excited about it because the Detroit Pistons, I don't know if you guys heard, mm-hmm. had the number one pick in the draft. So I get to go see Cade Cunningham play basketball. Yeah. I was kind of upset when the Detroit Pistons didn't uh, didn't draft Dr. Fauci, to be honest. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. If he's such an expert, why wasn't he drafted number one overall in the NBA yeah. draft? He's supposed to be so smart. Why wasn't he number one pick in the overall draft? The, yeah, the basketball that draft. didn't stop anybody from drafting Dr. J, but Dr. Mm-hmm. Fauci, apparently not good enough to hack it in the league. So. What about what about Dr. Magic Johnson, another doctor of the court? Yeah, uh, or um, uh, Daryl Griffith, a.k.a. Dr. Duncanstein. Yeah. Or what about Dr. Dunkin' Donuts? Triple D, as they like to call him. Dr. Dunkin' Donuts. Did you hear me? Yeah, that's Al Pacino, right? That's Al Pacino. Excuse me. He did eventually start calling himself (laughs) Dunkin' Donuts. It's not Al. I'm sorry. I forgot that that it's not Al anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It was just too long of names. We started calling himself Dunkin' Chino. Dunkin' Donuts, I think, is probably one of the best donut delivery places uh, in the country. Would you agree? I wasn't aware. I wasn't aware that they deliver. Oh, everybody delivers now. DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. Uh, okay, but like that's friend. not Dunkin' delivering. That is mm. someone going and getting an order for you. You know who's delivering? Jeff Probst with the finale that's right. of Survivor Marquesas. Thomas, did you watch the finale of Survivor Marquesas last night? Some folks are born. I did. I was not in. I was not. I thought it was just going to be like one episode and then it would be the finale. And I was not prepared for it to be two episodes. Two for the price of one. Yeah, but yeah. You're. Oh, man. You're going to love the next uh, the next miniseries we got then. If you love watching Survivor twice. Uh, this week's episode, though, was called The Soul Survivor. I think fine. A fine episode title. Yeah. Kind of yeah, feels not like. Bad. They could name any finale that, and it would be appropriate. That's true. It's a little, uh, they, they should have uh, named it, like, King of the Ring, or uh, Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they name this one Royal Rumble? Yeah. Survivor, yeah, th- this season should have been called Survivor Series. Well, Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble would be a really good name, because uh, this season was all about like Christianity and Jesus and all that. And we all know that Jesus is King and yes, Kings are royalty. Uh, this episode first aired on May 19th, 2002. Thomas, how old would you have been on May 19th, 2002? 
Jake, I would have been 10 years old. Mm. Uh, I would have been 11. Also, in two months. That's a, that's a, thank you for that. You're welcome. Speaking of, we were talking about wrestling. May 19th uh, was, uh, there was a famous storyline where uh, Kane uh, kept get, being tormented by someone saying, like, May 19th, May 19th. And it was like, what's so significant about May 19th? And the real answer was, that was when that movie See No Evil came out, that Kane was the, the you know, the murderer in. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. He had, like, a big hook. He took people's eyes out, I think. Uh, I uh, didn't see that WWE Studios feature, unfortunately. I'm more... But anyway, anytime that the date May 19th gets read, I'm just like, May 19th! Because that's when... that's Kane didn't like it. Yeah. Um, why? Because he didn't like his movie? He, he knew how bad it was going to be. He was embarrassed about his performance. He was like, I refuse to be a part of Hollywood anymore. From now on, I'll only be mayor of Tennessee. Yeah, uh, that's right. I think that's that was that was where he knew that he he didn't want to uh, be an actor anymore. He wanted to uh, be a, a local politician. Yeah, and I think right call. Uh, speaking of the number nineteen, last week's episode received nineteen point one five million viewers and saw Sean get voted out. Do you think that this week, the, for the finale, the viewership increased or decreased, Thomas? It's it's the finale, so I have to assume that it increased. I'm going to say 21.5 million people watched <clears throat> this. Thomas, you haven't gotten one right all Marquesas. You haven't gotten one single episode correct. And now that you're guessing 21 million, you think for the finale, it only increased by 2 million people? Yes. Okay, well, uh, this week's episode, actually, it was the finale. It received 25.87 million viewers. Wow, okay. So, 0 for 13 or 14 on this week, on this season's uh, Hey, I'm nothing if not consistent. You can, set my, you can set your watch to me getting this wrong. <laughs> uh, so, the episode starts off with uh, just a summary of the season thus far. That it was fine, you know? I skipped it because I didn't need to see it. Yeah, I was definitely walking around the house doing other things while this was on. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? I do actually need to pee. So let me go do that I think real it quick. was fun to watch. Because like, even the stuff where it showed people that like had gotten voted out early, and I was like, oh, I kind of forgot about those people. And I was like, they're not on the jury. Who gives a shit? Yeah, right. <laughs> even there, there were even people on the jury who I was like, who are you again? Yep. Uh, Kathy is not that sure... Was- if she made the right decision um, voting out Sean. Do you feel like she did? I feel like she didn't. I would have liked to see Sean stick around. No, they should have gone after Nalia. I think that was that was her mistake. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Pascal says he's not feeling great physically. And then uh, Kathy is in the river and praying to the Marcasian gods, I believe. Were you... Yeah, something like that. They're just, her and Aaliyah were just kind of goofing around about how they don't want to be there anymore. I also like that Pascal was like, I look like shit. That was great. Yeah. Um, like, I look the worst I've ever looked in my entire life. I, I love how he just knows that instinctively, even though he hasn't seen himself. Yeah, no mirrors, but he knows. Well, he went on that cruise with Nalia, I guess. I do think, like, those early seasons, late game, everyone does look quite a bit rougher than they do... You know, everybody looks like they've lost a little bit of weight in the new seasons, but they don't look, like, dirty. They don't look at like they've been at the mercy of the elements in the same way. Yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing that's missing from the show these days, is just, like, literally trying to survive in the... Like, how good are your survival skills? 
maybe uh, supposedly 41 is going to be harder on them uh, elementally, you might say. Uh, so that'll be fun to watch. But yeah, agreed. Like now it's just like they're all living on a beach together that several other people lived on the same beach a year ago and the year before that and the year before that. Like it's boring now. It's boring. Like people can prepare for it too. Like that's the other thing. People know what they're getting into in a way that when you switch it up every season, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't prepare for it as well. Yep. Yep. But now it's all Fiji all the time. So saying maybe uh yeah who's who's uh who's running the you know the development of these seasons uh truman from the truman show oh yeah he's he always does, trying to get to he fiji. does love fiji uh yeah that's another movie we need to watch uh on an off week um we did we did uh i think we were going to and then didn't one yeah time, hmm. so i wonder i wonder why we didn't yeah, that cover probably truman your fault. show that week that we <laughs> it's were probably that's probably it's probably your fault no, i bet you jake i I bet that you forgot to watch it. I mean, the fact that I forgot to watch one of my top five favorite movies for this podcast, like, unlikely. Yeah, well, you were just so excited about it that yeah. uh, you uh, had an aneurysm and we couldn't yeah. do it that that's week. That's exactly what happened. And that, and we don't have to look back because we know that's no, exactly there's what no happened. No, there's no reason to look back and check it. We all know mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah. It was Thomas was so excited to watch Truman Show, and then I, I showed I up was and like, I was like, I watched it four oh, times. I totally forgot. I watched it four times. I was so yeah. stoked to talk about it. And you were like, I've never seen that movie. Yeah. What is that I movie? Some it sounds stupid movie for anyway. dumb guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds dumb. I hate it. Why don't you tell me what happened? Um, it's, a, it's a good movie, though. Truman Show, great movie. True Man. One of the best. One of the best movies, yeah. Citizen Kane. Truman Show. And Santa's Little Helper, the three best movies of all time. Correct. This, That's, I believe those topped the, the most recent AFI list that they did. If it, if it did. I'm not talking about the American Film Institute. I'm talking about the band. Those the favorite movies of the band AFI. <laughs> yeah. I do still follow their blog for posts like that every few years. It's not a popular blog or very often updated, but every so often they are like, Truman Show, good movie. <laughs> And that, that's nice to see. I, I agree, I AFI. Agree. Thank you for making this song, Girls Not Gray. Vesepia says that she has had enough of these people. I really loved that. She's like, I love them, but I've had enough of them. That was very funny. Yeah, that was great. I, I totally understand. Like, th- that is very relatable. Of Just yeah. like, look, I can't, like, nothing against these people personally. I just got to get away from them. <laughs> Been around each other for too long. It's like family, you know? Yeah. It's around, exactly like family. This is a real family. fast and furious situation. It truly was. Uh, then Tree Mail cle- clues them into the next challenge being trivia about one another. Uh, great, great stuff. But guess what? Vesepia has been keeping notes on everybody the entire time. Fantastic. This is a. This is. I wish that they would do this challenge more often. I think this is a really uh, interesting thing to throw at people at the end of the game i believe the reason they don't do this challenge anymore is because Vesepia figured out how to win the challenge yeah <laughs> like oh we can't I guess do if this people anymore. were anticipating it yeah but at the same time i mean it very much is like it's like i think it is a nice referendum on what kind of social game that you played like what kind yeah. of relationships did you actually make with people i think that's a, it's a great idea for like an end game challenge like the whole point is getting to know each other and 
Like, well, yeah, let's ta- let's see how well you know these people. That's that's a great idea. Bring it back, Jeff. This show used to be so good. Now you're not even coming up with subtitles. Get out of here. Uh, so the immunity challenge happens at Tribal Council. I liked that. I like when they have immunity challenges at Tribal Council. That was great. You got no time to strategize afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jeff asks them all the questions. Did you know any of the answers to any of these questions? I did not. Uh, I think I knew... I mean, the New York Times one I knew was Tammy. Oh, well, yeah, she she's like a, a crime reporter. reporter. Um, I didn't know... I don't know. I mean, maybe it had come up in the edit at some point. I, I didn't know what Sean's girlfriend's name was. I guess that Sean did not have any siblings. Oh, I had no idea how many I think that was Sean more had. because it seemed like a trick question. Mmm, smart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, oh, I knew the John one. I knew the Air Force one. I got that one right. Oh, did you? I had no idea. I would have also guessed Army. I didn't realize that each branch of the military had their own nurses. That did make me hesitate a second, because I was like, do they train nurses in the Air Force? But the answer is yes, they do. Yeah, Air Nurse. That's what they call them. And the nurses, they have their own planes that only carry medical supplies, and they have a big red and white plus on them, and it's really cool. Yeah, you fly over, and you parachute out of the plane on top of another plane mm-hmm. with a first aid kit. Yeah, and you, like, rip the the glass bubble open, and, like, jam them with whatever Give medicine CPR. they need. Yeah. Really cool job, actually. There should be more movies about air nurses. If The Miz ever makes a movie about air nurses... That's our next We're feature watch of Christmas. So, Vesepia wins this challenge. Unsurprising. This was, this was great. She uh, came down to Nalia and Vesepia, and Vesepia pulled out the win with only one point. Interesting, huh? So then we go straight into uh, Tribal Council, and Kathy offers to vote with Vesepia, and Vesepia accepts her deal and then Jeff refuses to let them have a private conversation. I liked that. I liked Jeff. That was great. It was the right move. Yeah. I wish that they would enforce that more strictly in the current game. Mm-hmm. Although it seemed like they maybe cracked down on it a little bit, but where everyone could just fucking whisper to each other. Yeah. No. Yeah. Should not be allowed to do that. Uh, agreed. I, I don't... I feel like Jeff views his show in a way that no one in the audience does. Like, Jeff loves that shit. Jeff loves Edge of Extinction. Jeff loves the fire-making challenge at Final Four. It's like, all of these things are things that everyone who watches the show absolutely hates. So, uh, stop doing it, you know? Be mean. Jeff, you can be mean sometimes. You can tell people no, you can't have a private conversation. The whole point. You can tell people they can't have private conversations. You can tell people that they don't smell bad anymore. <laughs> it's fine. That was so great. Uh, so they vote. Nolia gets two votes. Kathy gets two votes. And then for the tiebreaker, Jeff tells them they have to come to a consensus or draw rocks. This was the first time they ever drew rocks. Did you know that? I did not know that. I, I, I'm not surprised to hear it, but yeah. at the same time, like, they were always going to draw rocks. Nobody is going to be like, yes. If, if, if you're in the final four, nobody is going to be like, yes, I will voluntarily leave. Right. Right. Like, uh, what was it in Cambodia where they were finally like, what's your name? Like, it, it came down to Keith and Kimmy, remember? And they were like, yes. And they finally were like, okay, I guess Kimmy then. 
Like, that's... That's stupid, dude. Um, so Pascal pulls the purple rock. And he has to go. Were you sad to see that? Uh, I kind of wanted it to be Nalia, but at the same time, like, no, it was fine. You you hate Nalia? You despise Nalia? She's like your least uh, no, favorite No, I don't hate her. I think I just liked her the... I just liked her the least of everyone that was left. Sure. Uh, I think that I think that her whole like I'm not actually playing the game until I, like I actually I wasn't playing the game until like week 23 shit is oh shit yeah like, you were playing yeah. So here's um you know we haven't we haven't looked up Pascal or his 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 ju- judiciary career while watching the show but now that he's voted out I will tell you Thomas he retired. From being a judge in 2010, after serving for 23 years, uh, do you know why he retired? Uh, did he faint again? Yeah, he fainted so hard they were like, "You can't be a judge anymore." Uh, no, he <laughs> he uh, retired because he was found out uh, not not uh, where where is it? He had ignored a complaint from an attorney that she was being sexually harassed by another judge in the oh. in their judicial circuit. Uh, Ooh, boy. Yeah, so that's not great. So he resigned. Um, but then also he was found, he was caught uh, having sex with a public defender. Uh-huh. But that was unrelated to why he resigned. Interesting. <laughs> it just All happened right, to happen around the same time. So, yeah, even when he's old as fuck, Pascal's still, uh, I don't know. Good for him, I guess. I don't know. Now he's retired. Probably doing great. I hope he's, I hope he's still alive. I don't know. Uh, Pascal seems like a good there's, dude. There's truly no way to know. It's literally impossible. Back at camp, um, everybody is sleeping, and then Jeff comes to camp to wake them all up and lay out the day for them. This was weird. <laughs> this was weird. For Jeff to just come in and wake them up. Jeff's waking them up early so they can go fishing. Yeah, fun stuff. Uh, they have to assemble a canoe and then row to another island where they will tattoo themselves. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the plan for the day. Visepia is happy with their ability to build the boat. Then they they go to the other island and tattoo themselves, but the tattoo was basically just, like, black face paint. It's not a tattoo. Yeah, it wasn't. They were doing temporary tattoos. Let's be real here. I wish Jeff had come to camp and been like, you're going to go to another island and give yourself temporary tattoos. That would have been better. Um, oh, and You're going to get the henna tattoos that you can get at, like, a city fair. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to do it yourself, so it looks bad. <laughs> yeah, it's going to look worse. Uh, then they do the thing where they remember everybody who's been voted out. This was fine. Like, good for them. It took way too long. It always It took like 10 long. minutes. I'm glad they got rid of doing it on the show, because it always takes far too long. Uh, I, like, I feel like it's... We probably say this every season, but I feel like it's good for the people in the game still to like reflect on the game so far but we don't really need to see that or if we do it they're not in the jury yeah if we're not going to see him in the jury like i don't care yeah uh 
then they hike to an area of purification and purify themselves with some yellow something. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But they seemed to enjoy themselves. So that's good. This was a nice moment, though. Right? Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. I like seeing them all come together and be like, what a great time we all had together. How nice. Because, you know, Survivor, it's really an experience. Uh, it's not about the million dollars. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And who are we to not That's reflect right. on that? Uh, at the final immunity challenge, they have to do hands on a hard idol. This is, this is a good challenge. They should just do this challenge every time. Not, not every time, but every final challenge. It should be this. Just how badly do you want it? Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I do like that they basically did the challenge of like, all right, you're going to put your hand on the car, and whoever is the last person with their hand on the car, uh, they get the car. Yeah. But it wasn't a car. It was a car. Lobster. Uh, it was, this was what they did in Borneo too, and maybe the other seasons between this and Borneo, but I think it's good. I think it's a good challenge. I think if it came back every year, I wouldn't be upset. Kathy falls after four and a half hours, and then as soon as she falls, Vesepia makes a deal with Nalia to give her immunity. Uh, how did you how how did you take Vesepia making this deal with Nalia after she had already made a deal with Kathy? Deception. Uh I don't know. I kind of wish that they had just let the challenge play out. I thought it was kind of shitty but at the same time you know it's a good strategic move agreed then at tribal council pascal collapsed uh but he's gonna be fine don't even worry about it john tells them because he again is an air nurse so he knows these things kathy was disappointed that Vesepia made the deal but says say la vie that's french thomas do you know what that means such is life yeah okay i'll take your word for it i didn't actually know it's, it's basically that's life. Uh, okay. I'll t yeah, again, I'll take your word. I don't know French. I don't speak French, and I refuse uh, because this is America, and I call them freedom fries still because of what the French did to us in Iraq. Yeah, I can't believe they wouldn't support us there. And you know what? They were uh, his history has rightfully embarrassed them for that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It definitely was not shown to be a good move at all. Uh, the French are the bad guys, and America is the good guys. We really owned them by buying bottles of French wine and then taking videos of people dumping them out. <laughs> like, uh, paying money for them so that we could dump them out. USA. USA. Uh, Kathy er, Vesepia defends her decision to make that deal. And then Kathy uh, says that she prayed to her dad. That was nice. Uh, great. Great send-off for Kathy, because Nalia votes her out. I'll tell you. Coming down to a final three and having only one person be allowed to vote, that's perfect. That's the way it should end, right? It's like, yeah. you've got to make this really tough decision. What are you going to do? Now it's all final three and fire-making challenges and... All Jeff Probst knows these days is final three fire-making challenges and lie. 
I don't I don't appreciate make, it. Make make hot fire and lie. <laughs> Beckett, Camp, Nelia, and Vesepia pray together. Uh, so that's nice. Again, Jesus is king. So that's good. The pig comes back to camp because everybody else is gone. Vesep- we love to see the pig. We love to see the pig. Uh, Nicolas Cage. I actually haven't seen that movie. The pig movie that Nicolas It's apparently very good. Uh, uh Someone who I'm not allowed to name on the podcast went and saw it and said it was uh, their favorite movie of the year. Hmm. Um, well, I watched Freaky this week, uh, which I think came out last year, but um, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So it's got Vince Vaughn in it, right? It's I got saw Vince that Vaughn on... in it. He plays a teenager. Do you watch it on HBO Max? I believe so. Yes. It's decent. You know, it's yeah. you're not going to be upset watching it except for all the murder murder is a crime oh, no. and yeah that's uh bad news but it's fun little uh fun little romp <laughs> you know they're gonna put that on the they've already released like the the blu-ray or whatever but they're gonna put that on the on the back cover yeah um how do you feel about like movie previews where they just take reviews from like people's tweets i love that so much it's so stupid it's like epic movie omg so scary it's like vince 1609 on twitter at butts 420 yeah like great who are you are you somebody important do you do i care about your opinions Uh, at john one three four seven five six seven eight nine two (laughs) four for sure john i'll take your word for it uh, Vesepi then makes some more coconut popcorn. I love the coconut popcorn. It's just like, everything's a good time this season. Everybody's just chill and, like, happy to be around. It's a good season. <laughs> Nalia then... Yeah, it was pretty enjoyable. Uh, Nalia then... Uh, one second. Nalia then burns people's clothes that they left after getting voted out. Love that. Yeah, very good. Vesepi says that she played a good strategic game and hopes that the jury will realize that she only was deceptive to get herself to the end. I think that's fine. Like, the the the, the, the most horrible thing Vesepia did was made a better deal with somebody else later in the game. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, gamesmanship stuff goes, I don't think she did any, anything too bad. Um... I was a little annoyed by her being like, you know, you're not supposed to lie, but the nice thing about Christianity is that I can just lie and then I can ask God for forgiveness and then ask the person forgiveness and it's okay and it's fine. It's and called it like, a loophole. Okay. Like, come on now. Yeah. She's it right doesn't seem like you feel bad about it. It seems like you're just trying to get off on a technicality, which is stupid. Uh, it's good. She's- which, like, the, the thing, you know, the... Uh, I don't know if you're going to mention it or not, but the thing where they have like each member of the jury, like they do a little talking head with them. Mm-hmm. I think if they had shown John's without showing that it would have come off as a little too harsh, but immediately following her saying that and him being like, yeah, it's a little annoying that like Vesepia and Nelia are going to like constantly talk about Christianity and like how important it is to them. And then, 
like judge other people for playing deceptively and then immediately just be like, well, it's fine if I do it because God will forgive me. Yeah. He's like, that's bullshit. And I was like, you know what, John, you're right. That is bullshit. Yeah. John should have won this season. We can all agree. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> The other end of that though, is that John, it's like, well, look, man, you're going to get voted out. If you, if you try and play on it, like there is almost like a self-centeredness of a play style of like, I'm going to be completely honest all the time because what you're implicitly saying is like, and then I will win yeah. because if everyone plays honestly, I'm the best. Yeah. So I'll win. People will appreciate my honesty. How did you feel uh, when Shaq's friend seemed upset that it was two women in the final? I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, that kind of came out of nowhere. I can't believe I'm getting beaten by these dumb broads. <laughs> it's like, all right, thanks, John. Uh, the, uh, the general, first of all, is his name, not John. Those are two different people. Yeah. Um, no, but it's like that. Those uh, those bumper stickers that you'll see on people's cars sometimes. It's like you just got passed by a girl. It's like, uh, yep. Who cares? Yeah, the general was like, I can't believe that I'm getting beaten by uh, by these ladies. It'd be like if Aaron from Insurance beat me at the insurance game. <laughs> Who be like Flo beating me? Oh, Flo always beats me. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Flo. Uh, man, how long's Flo been in our lives? S- Stephanie Courtney's been doing it for like fifteen years, I think. They kind of like built their own Avengers of insurance agents. It's true, they did. Which is the progressive incredible. expanded universe. Yeah. <laughs> the general is probably jealous. They've got the general and Shaq, and that's it. Yep. Which is like, granted. I really like both those guys. They gotta step it up. I I get like, I mean, what's what's Carrot Top up to? Maybe you can get him in there. um, What's John? What's John Stamos doing? Maybe you can get him uh, there. John Stamos, I know, had I think he's in a Mighty Ducks mm, TV show on Disney Plus now. Oh yeah, the one I think I think they got Emilio Estevez to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because like, what's Carrot Top is currently fifty six years old. Uh, he seems to have a residency in lost, excuse me, lost wages. Sense. Oh my God. I can go see carrot top. Yeah, buddy. Fuck basketball. I'm going to go watch some prop comedy. He'll be there August 9th at the Luxor, August 10th at the Luxor and August 11th at the Luxor. So every, Man, basically well, every day I'm at gonna, the Luxor. I will be there August 9th, 10th and 11th. So I know what I'm doing. Uh, okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get show tickets right now. Uh, how much do you think a carrot top show would be? At the Luxor. It's honestly not a horrible price. Uh, I'm going to say $50. 50 American dollars. Uh, you can get back row seats for $40. That's not that bad. Front row seats, $75. More than I'd be willing to pay. More than I'd be willing to pay. Like, I would. I don't know that I would go to a Carrot Top show if I got to go for free. I would. But if I wanted to go to one, not, you know... $40, not that bad. I will go anywhere for free. That is 100% true. If somebody's like, hey, do you want to go the, to this thing? I'll pay for it. I'm like, I, yeah, absolutely. Hey, do you want to go Do you want to go somewhere for me to murder you? I won't charge you anything. Yeah, sounds like, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I love it. That sounds like a great idea. I felt the same with the NBA draft. I was joking. Um, the first two picks had me so excited because the Pistons took Kate Cunningham, as I previously mentioned, and then they took... University of Michigan player Isaiah Livers with one of their second round picks. And I really wanted them to do that. And I was very excited about it. And I was joking that like with the next two second round picks they had, they could have taken, it could have been like 
this guy changed his name to Fuck Tom. We hate him. And I would have been like, I love this draft. What a great draft. Be like, the next draft pick, we're sending, uh, we're stashing him at Tom's house to beat him up. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, great, love it. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, my question is, with their second pick, why didn't they pick Dr. Fauci? He's he's smarter than any basketball player I've ever known. That's true. It's fucked up that they took Luca Garza instead of Dr. Fauci. Like, a basketball team needs a doctor. It's just crazy that, again, like, how old is... Why didn't they take John Cena? He has a doctorate in thugonomics. That's such a good point. Why isn't John Cena... Why isn't John Cena the, like... Why, why isn't he the head physician of the United States? Why isn't John Cena what the is, president? What is Dr. Fauci's official position again? He's not the Surgeon General, right? What is his actual position? <sighs> Doctor of line, if you ask me. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. I have a slave. He. I don't like to get. Poli- I don't like to get political. Look, this isn't a political show, but like we can all agree, Dr. Fauci, more like Dr. Fakey. He's 80 He's years the old. director of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. So it makes sense that you wouldn't have heard of him before this, but now that there is a big infectious disease, you are going to hear of um, him. He warns things are going to get worse with COVID. Uh, COVID is over, actually. So COVID is over party. I put that hashtag out there. <laughs> COVID is canceled. COVID is canceled, okay? <laughs> okay, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We had a crab. Uh, we actually had quite a few crabs. Uh, crabs, always good. We had some fish. We got that pig. The chickens also came back. A skink. Uh, and a couple different birds, including the phoenix petrel. Thomas, do you know anything about the phoenix petrel? I don't. Mm. Great name. Yeah, right? Uh, they are just over one foot long with a nearly three foot wingspan. Not the only thing that's just over one foot long. Well, what else? Uh, a ruler that's longer than one foot. Oh, yeah. A yardstick. A, a baker's dozen ruler. Yep. Thir- classic 13-inch ruler. <laughs> uh, it has a dark brown on the top of its body and a white below with a whitish throat. Uh, they can be found throughout the Pacific Ocean. They eat squids and fish and crustaceans. And that's right, Thomas. They are endangered. So... If you want to see more Phoenix Petrol, stop killing them because of climate change. Well, I don't want to. Uh, well, I like killing them. You can't argue with that. They are very fun to kill. At the final tribal First council. First, I got to wear a mask. Now I'm not allowed to kill <laughs> this beautiful animal. Like, such bullshit. Yeah. Whatever, whatever happened to my individual freedom to murder yeah, this seabird? Joe Biden is telling me I can't kill these birds. Oh, fucking bullshit. Yeah. Oh, so it's fine for me to, like, hide under a towel and trap a seagull, but as soon as I murder a phoenix petrel, it's a crime? Because they're endangered? Get out of here. This is my fucking country, and I won't let the petrels have it. At the final tribal council, Lilia says that she gave 100% and that she loves everybody on the jury. How nice is that? So nice, right? Nalia? Maybe it's just the way that I'm programmed, but I was like, this is insincere. This is bullshit. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. I'm a cynical person. 
but like i mean if you were trying to get people to vote for you i think she's leaning into the like i'm nice thing to try and get people to vote for okay but if she is nice though like there's nothing wrong with being nice wasn't so nice to kathy i guess kathy wasn't so nice to her either so all evens out yeah what goes around comes around if you want to hear more about that you can listen to our uh patreon exclusive podcast just justin that's right we will cover that song if you give us what was it like fifteen thousand dollars fifteen thousand dollars a month for that one yeah uh, Vise- you want to hear us talk about future sex love sounds? It will only cost you fifteen thousand American dollars per month. Per month, yeah. Uh, Vesepia talks about her gumption and developing relationships with each individual person. I thought she made a really good argument for herself here. Yeah, I thought so too. Uh, Tammy then calls them hypocrites for lying and says that Kathy should have won. Well, guess what, Tammy? She didn't. So. You gotta come up with either of these. I mean, she is right that they're hypocrites. Like, <laughs> she's not wrong about that. Sure, fine. I mean, that's part of playing the game. But I think, I think, yeah, I think carrying yourself like, oh, I'm not playing at all. I won't do that. I'm just if I get to the jury, that's fine. And then you know, you do start playing and lie or whatever. It's like, yeah, you deserve to be called out. Yeah, yeah. No, she was definitely right. Uh, I also liked how she just said what she needed to say and then peaced out. <laughs> Yep. She's like, I don't have a I definitely respect not asking a question. Yeah. Uh, Pascal then says that they are both great representatives for our great country and wishes that they could be co-winners. What a nice, what a nice guy Pascal is. Yeah, that was sweet. Uh, then Shaq's friend is wearing the biggest shirt I've ever seen anyone wear. He's wearing the Rashida Jones shirt. Oh, yeah. From the, whatever, the Hotels.com or whatever the yeah. fuck advertisements that she does. <laughs> Those are the worst commercials I've ever seen. Every time I'm like, why is Rashida wearing such a big shirt? Every time I see that commercial, I'm like, wait, is is Rashida Jones the website? Because she comes in it, and well, is like, it's like, is it... Ri- it, uh, my question is like, does Rash- is that Rashida? Like, did Rashida Jones? She's like, I'm gonna wear this big shirt that I own. Or were they like, Rashida? We need you to wear this big shirt. You know how websites always it's have very big important shirts? for this commercial. Yeah, uh, I think it's great. <laughs> I don't. I mean, people are talking about it. You can't deny that people are talking about the people big shirt. People are talking about the hotels.com big shirt commercial. It's my favorite. Uh, my favorite Adam McKay movie, The Big Shirt. Big shirt. Yeah. Uh, Vesepia says that she regrets voting out Kathy. Zoe says that she's got a uh, work hard, play hard attitude. What was Zoe's character? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know that that ever came through. I feel like all I know about Zoe is that she had a work hard, play hard attitude, and that's only because she told me twice. I, her and Tammy were at odds at one point, and Tammy got her voted out. That's all I really remember. Oh, I thought they were on the same side. They were, but then, like, I think they had lower numbers, and mm. uh, she was angling to get Tammy voted off. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, Kathy asks Nalia what moves she made by herself, and then Nalia says that she didn't start playing until day 24. <laughs> More than halfway through the game. It's such, but yeah, day 24, what is this, an indie movie? Oh, that's funny. Uh, I was a twenty four. Yeah. Anyway, I was gonna say, what is this? A uh, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland show? Oh right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is bullshit. This is so, like I would not have voted. I literally wouldn't have voted for her based on her. That would have been that. 
If I had been on the jury and she said that, I would have been like, okay, I'm not voting for her then. Yeah, like, come on. Who are you? You're like, no one believes that. Yeah. It's like, we all were playing from day one. <laughs> like, You can just say, like, I was trying to be laid back. Like, obviously, everybody's playing. You got to make maneuvers when you can. But I tried to be more laid back and just sort of enjoy the people around me and make moves when it was time to make moves. Don't tell people you're not playing. Yeah, I actually not didn't true. play this game that you all got voted out of. I'm not even trying. Oh, is this hard for you? Even if it were true, like, no one would respect that. Yeah. Kathy asks Vesepia how she doesn't feel deceitful after what she did to her. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't write down Vesepia's response, but I assume it was good. Uh, John then asks them why he should give them his vote. Nalia says that she had considered joining their alliance at one point. This was such a horrible argument. <laughs> Yep. She's like, I thought about being with you guys, but then I decided against it. Yeah, this was not. Uh, I don't I don't feel like any favors were done here. No, I don't think Nalia did a great job in this in this final travel council. Uh, Vesepius says that she played all the way to the end, which I think is accurate. Like she 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 took all those notes. Uh, she voted out the people that she needed to vote out in the order that needed to be voted out. Like, she just did a really good job. She played the game perfectly. Uh, then they all vote, and well, Sean votes. He does a Doctor Evil impression, which I ugh. yes, yes. Oh my god! I was like, well, this is very much uh, indicative of the time period. I, th- the thing is, this was probably played out at the time because it was what, like two thousand one. Yeah, they filmed this in two thousand one. So the original Austin Powers came out in nineteen ninety seven. Like, oh, was I it think 97? people I were ninety nine. Uh, I think that was when Spy Who Shagged Me came out. I don't, I don't know all of the, I don't know all of the names. Ninety seven, ninety nine, and two thousand two. Yeah. Yep. So this was, you know, maybe he, maybe before they left, he had seen the trailer for Goldmember and it was fresh <laughs> in his mind. It's also, but even by Goldmember, I think people were getting a little tired of it. How could you say that? Austin Powers is Goldmember. Uh, International Man of Mystery. That's what the first one is called. I haven't watched these movies in a long time. Have you? Uh, I watched the first one uh, not too long ago, and I think that it holds up and it's oh, really? pretty funny. Good. That's good to hear. Yes. There's some good jokes in there. I love that. Oh, is the first one the one where he has to uh, maneuver that, that cart? Like, yes, that, that, is, oh that is one of the, one of the uh, better jokes in the first one is the one where he has to maneuver the cart and he gets stuck. That's still one of the funniest bits in any movie I've ever seen. It's so good. That's also the one where uh, the uh, I have to remember if his name is actually. I think his name is. It, it's not music Michael McDonald. It's the Michael McDonald that was on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, where played Stuart. Uh, yes, famous for playing Stuart. Uh, <laughs> what a great where, character! Uh, yeah, uh, beloved character Stuart. Nothing problematic um, about that character. Was there? I mean, I think the idea was just that he was a a man playing a child. Um, oh, no. but, uh, but anyway, um, the, uh, the, the joke where they're on the steamroller that they can't turn and he just keeps going, no, and holding his hand out <laughs> yeah. and there's like a football field in between them and he just doesn't move and gets run over. Yeah. That's good. It's a good movie. Uh, so <sighs> Jeff then collects the votes, uh, and he gets on a helicopter and he flies 
all the way to New York City. I loved it. They did the jet ski thing, but with him getting on a helicopter. He gets off the helicopter, I was and like, all of a sudden, everyone's there. How did they get there before him? He was on a helicopter. I, When they were all voting, I was like, how is he going to get back to the States this time? Because this was still in the area era when they were doing that every season. And he, he got on a helicopter, flew all the way across the Pacific Ocean, and all the way across the United States to New York City, then gets on a taxi and goes through Times Square again after already flying over it. Because, <laughs> you know, there's only one location in New York Apparently City. It was a slow helicopter because all of the uh, contestants were there. Yeah. Uh, he then gets his taxi to Central Park and, and reads the votes. And it comes down to a 4-3 vote and Vesepia wins. Were you so excited to see Vesepia win? I was glad to see her win. I, I I got very close to calling it. I just, uh, I, I, I honestly, when her and Kathy made that alliance, I was like, damn, I was really right about this. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, no, got the got two of the, two of the final three right. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, when you when you were like, I feel like Kathy's winning, I feel like Kathy's winning, I'm like, oh, just wait, because I know it's about to happen. I think if she had taken Kathy to the end, I do think Kathy would have won. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think it was the right move not, it was the right move not to. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Uh, so that's that's Survivor Marquesas. Um, how would you rate it versus every other season we've watched? I thought it was good, not great. Yeah, um, agreed. I think it was more fun to watch as like a, a time capsule of what Survivor was like then than it was as like a great season. But it was enjoyable, certainly. I think that the structure and challenges of it were very enjoyable, and I think it was a middling season personality-wise. Sure, sure. Do you think it was better than Millennials versus Gen X? No. Do you think it was better than Triple H, It's Time to Play the Game? Yes. Uh, yeah, much, much better. <laughs> was it better than Ghost Island? No. You're the, you're, the, you're the Survivor community's biggest Ghost Island fan, I think. I like it. It was a good season. Yeah. Good season, good winner, good uh, good story overall. I think looking I think back, it had more memorable players. Yeah. I think looking back, people appreciate it more, but I think people really didn't like it when it was airing. Why were they so mad about it? I don't get it. Because... I thought I even thought the gimmick... I liked the gimmick on it. The gimmick was very good. Uh, I think people just like to hate things. <laughs> I guess. Speaking of what the Survivor community loves to hate, next week we are starting Survivor Gabon. Colon, Earth's Last Eden. Uh, this was when I was talking to my sister and my brother-in-law about this. They, they said that the thing that they remembered most from this is that Jeff really hammers that theme home. Oh, Earth's Last Eden? Yeah, you get. we're going to be hearing the term Earth's Last Eden a lot. Well, it's a good, get ready. It's a good uh, name for a season, I think. It's uh, it's going to be good. I'm really excited about this. I've been wanting to watch this forever. Uh, and I, More like five ever because it's Survivor Season 5. It's Survivor Season... Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Uh, Survivor Season <laughs> 17. We are going six years in the future to Survivor 17. Survivor Gabon, Earth's last. Oh, it's Season evening. 17. I thought it was Season 5. Survivor, yeah. You said that already. Wouldn't that be great? Um, Same thing I've always been doing, surviving. <laughs> so that's next week. Uh, 
It's it's gonna be good. Oh, and then Thomas, I'll tell you this. Uh, Sur- see, Survivor. Thomas is Survivor Thailand. Just to let you know. Uh, okay. We'll we'll get to that one. Ooh, eventually. I bet there'd be elephants in the wildlife shots. Well, we'll see. Um, Survivor Gabon next week. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. Uh, and then we'll be doing. We'll start with the first episode next week, and then we're doing two a week at, until Survivor Forty One in September. Man, we're going. We gotta go through this one 40, quick, bud. Look who's forty-one, Survivor. Yeah, Survivor's forty-one now. Fucking old. Once you run for president, old man. Uh, who do you think will be the first president born in the two thousands? Survivor went to the beach that makes you old. Yeah. Yeah, Survivor went to the beach that makes you feel old. That makes you old. Not makes you feel old. Uh, Thomas will be back. Well, it makes you feel old, but it also makes you old. Yeah. Well, it makes you old. It makes you feel old because you are old. That's the whole thing with yes. that beach. When you walk up to that beach, there's a sign that says, you're going to feel old after this. And then in parentheses, because you will be old. Get ready. Get ready to feel old. Macaulay Culkin is 41 years old. Also, you're old now, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the name of the beach. <laughs> So Thomas will be back next week with a review of Old, the new M. Night Shyamalan picture that I'm sure is Yeah, I will be reporting uh, on whether Old is good or bad and whether seeing the movie also makes you old. Yeah. You know, we're going to get all of your questions will be answered. Thomas, uh, if people want to see your tweets about the beach that makes you feel old. Oh, are you seeing it on a beach? Yes. (laughs) What they basically what they do is they just dump a bunch of sand into the theater, mm-hmm. and it's an immersive experience, you know. Yeah. Some people got they they, they let a bunch of seagulls loose inside of the <laughs> theater. I'm going to. It's good. It's fun. I can't wait. People are all about these 40x chairs, but really, it's the it's the beach life experience that I'm looking for in my movie theater. Yeah. Fuck, fuck D-Box. Like, I want, COVID uh, almost took C-box. this from us. But now we can have a, a fun... Yeah, I can have my, I can have my real movie-going experience, <laughs> which is a bunch of seagulls shitting on everything. What could be better? Uh, you can follow the... Sh- shitting on everything? What are they, movie critics? Ho-ho-ho! <laughs> <laughs> you can follow the show on Twitter at D-Y-W-S-L-N. It's the initials of the show. Or on Instagram at... The only survivor. Oh, you can follow podcast. me at Tom. Not Tom. You didn't give me a chance to answer that question. Well, I did, but you just decided to talk about the beach that makes you no, old. No, you said, talked over. No, me. impossible. I would never. I would never do that. You ever listen? Have you ever heard me do that? No. Never. I guess not. No. Uh, all right. Um. Oh, I was going to say I was. I was trying to remember something to do. Uh, I I wanted to remember to thank the fans. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's it. So without you, I wouldn't be seeing the movie about the beach that makes you old. Um, please consider donating to our Patreon. Mm. What are the shows we've got on Patreon, Thomas? We've got just Joey. We've got that. That's for what? Like, uh, that's just for Joey. That 10,000 a month. That's 10,000 a month. Yeah. And then, uh, for what is it? Like 12,500. Uh, fi- you can get Justin Sink. 15. No. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Buddy, no. Justin Sink is twenty thousand a month. Oh, okay, but just Justin is fifteen thousand. That's right. That's right. So, so if you only want to hear about Justin Timberlake's solo career, that's fifteen grand. But if you want In Sync included, that's twenty thousand. But you and we do, and on that podcast, we do not talk about <laughs> any of their solo careers. We only talk about In Sync. 
If you want the JC Chazé podcast. Yeah, if you want us to do a podcast about JC Chazé's solo career, uh, it's going to be at least $25,000. Jay, you know what it would be called? Just C. Chazé. (laughs) What's the iTunes review if people want to leave that? Uh, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Five stars, please. Five stars, please. Um, and next week we'll be back with Gabon, episode one. So until then, have a great summer. Deuces. Got out of town on a boat going to Southern Islands. Sailing the reach for a following sea. She was making for the trades outside and the downhill run to Papa Day off the wind on this heading line the Marquesas you got 80 feet of a waterline nicely making way in a noisy bar in Avalon I tried to call you but on a midnight watch I realized why twice you ran away Think about Think about how many times I had fallen Spirits are using me Larger voices calling What heaven brought you and me Cannot be forgotten
smarten up probes. 